0: Hello, all. Welcome to the Ex-Millennial Man Podcast, podcast for podcasterseedsing.com. I am your host, Artie Kulik, and with me here is the Frenchiest of fry of any French fries I've ever seen. That's the greatest other host, Ty. How are you today, Ty?
1: Hi, everybody. Um, I'm doing good. I'm surprised you're not calling them Freedom Fries like we did back <laughs> in the day. Oh, Remember
0: I'm going to talk about Freedom Fries because I have ridiculous. I have a little story about that and, yes, how ridiculous it is. So a couple of things happened to me over the last week. Meatball Ron dropped out of the presidential race. The Republican Party decided to go full fascist and they're just going to night stupid Trump or whatever. The Democrats are just kind of sitting around. So the point is my brain broke and I'm like, you know what? I was out the other day and I'm going to give away the, the end at the beginning here. My wife and son, they had already had dinner, so I had to go get dinner. And really the only place convenient for me was McDonald's. And I came home and I opened up my bag and the fries were still hot. And I said, There is nothing better than a goddamn McDonald's French fry. And I decided, (laughs) I decided to look into like what the internet thought about it. I I guess I wanted to start here, Ty, or before I even start with, well, no, no, I'm going to start with McDonald's French fry, then we'll go through the history. Most people will agree that it is a great French fry. Mm hmm.
1: It's fantastic.
0: And it makes me like wonder, especially in today's day and age where everything has to be, I don't know, local or sourced or anything or all this other stuff, that a massive mega corporation like McDonald's that's been around for decades, how have we all come to an agreement that that French fry works, that that's but, a great French fry?
1: Especially when they're hot, too, like mm-hmm. you said. My, my son had a basketball tournament last Saturday. And we didn't get out of the gym until about 830. So I I, we're just I'm going to be a bad parent. We're going to have McDonald's tonight. And they made the French fries as we ordered them. And that's what I told him. They're not my favorite. But I was telling him as we were eating, I'm like, these are just so good. And he said, yeah, because they're so salty, Dad. So maybe that's what it is.
0: And legend has it that their seasoning has like some sugar in it. It's like two parts salt, one part sugar. But I'll go through the like the the genius of it, and then you and I are going to talk about what are good or bad fries, and I'm going to tell you why you're wrong because you're already wrong because there's nothing better than McDonald's. But <laughs> we'll get to it. But right. <laughs> the weirdest thing, much like Tommy Wiseau, nobody knows where the hell French fries came from. But I'm sure some
1: Irish farmer had some potatoes. Like I'm going to chop these up into sticks and
0: well, that, like well, that. that's that's the interesting thing. Is it goes back to. Colonization. Europe didn't have potatoes. They didn't have potatoes until Columbus came and enslaved and slaughtered a whole bunch of people. And then the Europeans all came over and said, yeah, we should do that, too. We should slaughter and slave a lot of people also. And when they came to the New World, the natives were like, hey, look at this potato. It's pretty damn good. And they're like, hell, yeah, they took potatoes and tobacco. And they're like, we're going to do the crap out of this. <laughs> and the legend is so the, there's no like. There's no historical mark of indigenous people here in the Americas making French fries. But the legend goes all the way back in 1673. A Chilean priest mentioned eating Papa's frites. People are like, well, is, is that really the beginning of it? And a lot of people, and this was in Spain. So they're like, "Is it, did Spain invent this? Or should we call them Spanish fries? And oh, yeah. But the real kind of legend now is that during World War I, the Americans discovered it first, and a lot of people said they were Belgian. But the French were like, no, they're French. Okay. And just in time, they've been arguing about it to this day, that people are like, are they French or Belgian? And nobody knows. Okay, That's the, the weird myth of French fries that they come down to. But it's, I mean, I think people would definitively call
1: it like an American dish now. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't doubt that for a second.
0: And then there's the different styles of fries, okay? So I'm going to talk about that first. Steak fries, trash or good?
1: Trash. Too much potato, too big, not worth it. I mean,
0: I was telling my wife when I was having these ruminations about the awesomeness of French fries Mm -hmm. was, I told you, my brain just broke. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I said, when you look at a potato and you look at the different levels that you can serve a potato... And I told her, I think all levels are good. Don't Mm. get me wrong. Eh. But scallop potatoes, I think, are the worst.
1: No, those are my favorite. One of my favorites.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then then next to that is steak fries. Mm. Next to that is hash browns.
1: Oh, I like hash browns, No, that's
0: what I say. All of these are good, okay? I Um, would say
1: potato skins are next to steak fries. Yeah, okay, yeah, I'll
0: agree (laughs) with that. I didn't put those on there. Then I put baked potato. Uh
1: Uh-huh, I agree with that.
0: And then I put French fries, and then the king of potato preparation is mashed potatoes.
1: I agree with the mashed potatoes. Now, I really like a good scalloped potatoes, as, especially when you get the, the casserole dish of them that's just filled with cheese. It's like you're eating a starch cheese bomb, and you're never going to be able to have a bowel movement again, but I think that tastes good. I'm of the belief that the more you bastardize a potato, the more I like it. Like A baked potato is just too much potato. A steak fry, it's too much potato. A potato skin, too much potato. But when you start scalloping them or fr- French frying them or making them a mash, that's when I'm really on board with potatoes.
0: Now, I know I already have people yelling, going, how could you put a baked potato ahead of a steak fry? Isn't it the same problem? Like you just said, uh-huh. it's too much potato because my wife said the same thing to me. And I was like, no, it's the expectation. OK, totally. If, if yep. there's a baked potato sitting there and. The way everybody does these differently, and I've tried so many different ways to eat baked potatoes, I put a ton of butter in there, and I mm-hmm. use the Trader Joe's everything bagel seasoning. I just kind of mash it up, so I make my own weird mashed
1: potatoes. With exactly, them. yeah.
0: So again, it's an expectation. I think I'm putting a baked potato ahead of a steak fry. Because I can't really mass steak fries. Or if I do, it's just not as gratifying.
1: I say you could. And that's the thing with steak fries with me is that I've gotten them before at restaurants, at places. I've even made them. And when I have, they're never as good as I think they're going to be. I take a bite out of them, like, all right, I ate three of these. I don't need to eat anymore.
0: I'm reading off of a, a website tasting table. They did a ranking of the 25 fast food fries from worst to best. And so I, I'll talk about their ranking in a minute here because I got another, I don't know if it's a hot take, but something I'm going to, I think I'm going to end the first half here, unmasking a fan base that just doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. Okay. But I, I want to go back to the the style of fries because very few places have steak fries per se. Most of them break down into one of two different categories. There's their regular McDonald's style kind of skinny fry and then there's crinkle cut fries. Yep. Now, crinkle cut, trash or gold?
1: I like them. As long as they're salted, I think they're good.
0: I'm weirdly... So this is my thing with crinkle cut fries. And again, I know none of this makes sense, okay, people? <laughs> I, I completely understand it.
1: Isn't but, that the whole point of podcasting? There, is yes. To put your weird <laughs> thoughts out in the world? Yeah, I
0: heard somebody <laughs> say, go tell the gospel of you. And I'm like, okay, I got a, <laughs> I got a, a sermon on on French fries here. So Absolutely. Crinkle cut fries. Here's my problem with crinkle cut fries. Okay. The, where I have them, who has crinkle cut fries, their main dish is what I'm there for. Okay. And that's a white castle has crinkle cut fries. Raising
1: Cane's. I won't eat Raising Cane's chicken, but I'll eat their oh, fries. Oh,
0: see, I'm totally uh, opposite. Raising Cane's, oh. I only want their chicken.
1: There's too much breading on their chicken. That's you, my you,
0: problem with You it. are right. And if we were to do like chicken tenders, the problem is, but there's a local place here that makes the absolute best chicken tenders on the planet, but they have steak fries with them. See, I would <laughs> say, I don't know if
1: I don't know if Lee's Chicken is nationwide, but that's what we have here. I think those are the best chicken. Tenders, yeah, no, but-
0: it's Tender Town <laughs> is a place here. But Lee's, I think okay. I've seen a Lee's somewhere else. But, you know, White Castle, the thing with White Castle, though, is every time I, if, if I get fries, usually I'll just get sliders. But if I get fries, I always have to have the cheese sauce on. And Okay. That, I haven't been to a White Castle in 15 years. God, they just closed the one near me. I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, like you talked about, raising canes has crinkle cut fries. Culver's has crinkle cut fries. They do, yeah. But again, I, now I'm at Culver's. I need to have cheese sauce, anyways. But yeah, it's I'm only eating them with the cheese sauce. I don't know if you've ever been to Zaxby's. That's another I have, chicken. And place. It's in the
1: south. When we've gone up to Gulf Shores, we've stopped.
0: Yeah, yeah. They had now the thing with Zaxby's though. I actually think their fries are good because they're they're seasoned. They're like a southern oh. seasoning. The oh. other places I talked about don't have it. Here's where the controversy is going to come in with some people. Shake Shack.
1: I love their French fries.
0: So is my wife. Almost <laughs> everybody else I talk to. And there's we just got our first Shake Shack here in Southwest so, Ohio.
1: Same in St. Louis. Yeah. yeah, we have a couple now.
0: Which is so weird because the dude that founded Shake Shack is from St. Louis.
1: Yeah. Uh, I- <laughs> <laughs> it's St. It's, Louis isn't as big as New York or Boston.
0: No, is. no, no, it's not. No, it's not. But there's a Shake Shack in Columbus, Ohio. It's been there for a while. I, actually, to be honest with you, Ty, it's as far away from the stadium as it could be. It's <laughs> like right. on the way opposite side of the city. When I've had to go to Columbus, I'll make the, I mean, it's probably 30, 40-minute detour to go yeah. get Shake Shack. But I've done it a few times, and last few times, I've skipped their fries.
1: Really? So I should say my experience with Shake Shack is, is so weird. I went once. I had to go. I was by myself. My kids were in school. I had to go to my daughter's allergist to get a form to turn into school and right across the street from her allergist office as a Shake Shack. Mm-hmm. I'd went for a run. I got to the appointment like 45 minutes early and they said, oh, just come back in 45 minutes. So I went and ate Shake Shack. And I think maybe it's because I was hungry and I'd been running around all day. But I thought, because my son and my mother-in-law both told me Shake Shack, it's not worth the price. So I kind of had this weird feeling going into it. I ate every single bit of it. They gave me this shake that i would never, it was a black and white yeah, shake. I, yeah. yeah. Like everything I had there was exquisite. And I ate the fries first, then I ate my burger, then I ate, the. Uh, then I drank the milkshake. So maybe it's just because of what I was doing that day. But my one experience at Shake Shack, I loved everything about
0: it. Well, and that's what I say. People will, when people talk about the greatest fries of you can get, well, I'll talk a little bit later about Some of the best fries I've ever had, but they're at, like, private restaurants and things like that. Mostly want to focus this first half on what somebody can go get. And everything we've talked about, most people can go find, can go get. I know Shake Shack's a little bit more difficult, but, I mean, I've had Shake Shack in probably five different airports.
1: Yeah, it's starting to... Yeah. It's starting to expand pretty big.
0: It's and when people say yes, it is expensive. I I have down the road. This is this, this is a tease for everybody. We're gonna do greatest burgers, and okay, I I might even bring my wife on this one because if anything ever makes her file for divorce from me, it is our opinion on what is the best burger.
1: Oh man, so <laughs> I should have my son on. <laughs> yeah, <ways too. laughs>
0: yeah, maybe because we should I even. I mean, I get my son because my son backs me because it's okay. In N Out, and anybody that says otherwise, it's stupid head. But um, I've never had In N Out. That's the problem, though. <laughs> in N Out is not accessible, and it's run by a bunch of crazy religious jobs. Yeah, like
1: Christian people. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But my God, my God. But and and I'm about to well I'll I'll get to it in a minute here but okay. we're not talking burgers we're talking fries so uh-huh. and I know there's a couple of other places like Portillos I think and Nathan's Famous has crinkled nut uh-huh. fries I've never been to either of those places uh,
1: Portillos is good I've never been to Nathan's but Portillos is really good but again with Portillos I don't go there to get fries I go there to get a a dip sandwich yeah uh, uh, yeah
0: but before I get to the the traditional fries cuz that's where it really is yeah I am surprised only one place does this i am surprised how much how many people like this because i don't have an issue per se with the shape of the fry i have an issue with its preparation and that's chick-fil-a's waffle
1: fries i've never been a huge waffle fry guy and i don't for personal reasons i'm Mm -hmm. sure you can all figure out why i won't but i won't go to chick-fil-a Waffle fries are, I get the same, it's the same thing with me with the steak cup fries that I'm excited to eat it and then I eat it and I'm like, McDonald's is better. So mm-hmm. that's my issue with waffle fries.
0: Yeah, without getting into all the crap with Chick-fil-A. And I will say I turned a little bit when after the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando that mm-hmm. the local Chick-fil-A fed the morning, the mourners oh, and the first yeah. responders and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, they're still problematic. Let's sure. not sure. Forget that. But I was like, at least they showed their humanity there. Sometimes when super Christians act like what their supposed Jesus would act like, I feel a little bit better about them. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't happen often though. But no. anyways. So the Chick fil A waffle cut fries. My son, maybe it's rebellion or whatever. That's his joint. That's he he we even call it J Town Chicken. That's what he loves to do. And so Absolutely. For a while, I would just get the sandwich, and they have all these other things on the side. They have like really good mac and cheese, but uh, oh, yeah. the last thing I need to be doing is switching fries for macaroni
1: and cheese yeah. while I eat a deep fried chicken breast. I just but, say starch on starch <laughs> but, on starch, man.
0: And but they have they have like a yogurt parfait, they have a kale salad. They, I mean, they have a couple of things, and so for a while I was like, I'm, I'm not going to get the fries because I'm not crazy about them. And I'm going to tell you, I think there's a solution to this. So much like everybody else over the last few years, we got an air fryer and my son likes the waffle fry. So I bought some at Kroger or something and I put it in the air fryer and I cooked the living hell out of them. And when they came out crispy and hot and had salt on them and stuff like that, they actually are really good. Okay. Problem with Chick-fil-A is I don't think they cook them long enough.
1: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had Chick Fil A in the past. I this the decision to not eat there started probably 2020. But yeah, they're always mushy when I've mm-hmm. had them before. Even when I get them at places that aren't Chick Fil A, other places, it's yeah. Maybe maybe it's just a, a preparation that they.
0: Do. Yeah, that's what I think. They're, they're too chewy. They're too. I know a lot of people complain, and I'm gonna give a little sign to Chick Fil A here. They're the first place I ever saw the ketchup packets that were fatter and you could open them on one side to squeeze the ketchup or open the other side to like dip them. What I do is I I get that ketchup packet and I take, so they have some like Pete's red hot sauce and I put some of that in there. A lot of people complain about Chick-fil-A fries that they're hard to dip because they're not that weird shape. I think that's why they have that uh, ketchup packet the way it is, because I think to myself, oh yeah, it's a lot easier to dip. But I'm like, Look, I'll just tear them apart. I mean, that's Uh what I'll do. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Now we're into the regular fries here, Ty. Okay. And I'm going to get your opinion on the moment. But before I move on to it, after I had my McDonald's epiphany over the weekend, we were like, we need to go get something for lunch or something like that. Where do you want to go? And. My son said, "Well, I'm so hungry, I could eat at Arby's." Because that's what he always says. <laughs> that's what he always says. Uh, With, <laughs> and he like he likes Arby's. Don't get me wrong, uh-huh. but that's what he always says if he wants uh-huh. Arby's. So, or like my wife will be like, "Oh, let's get Arby's." I'll be like, "You're that mm. hungry." <laughs> <laughs> and. and- for the record, again, this is another podcast. Arby's roast beef is the biggest pile of trash I've ever eaten in my life. I think it's uh-huh. vile and disgusting, and I never eat it. And when I go there, I have to get my wife and son a roast beef sandwich. And I, especially my wife, you grew up in St. Louis. What's wrong? Yeah, with I
1: was you? gonna say she's she's from <laughs> here, just like we are. There, a restaurant I'll talk about later. There's no no reason yes. to get roast beef anywhere else. Yes, but
0: Arby's has the curly fries. Yep. Now, I know Jack in the Box has them too, but Arby's is kind of the... That's what they're known for. What are your thoughts on curly fries?
1: So with the Arby's thing, I won't eat there because our dad got food poisoning once when I was with him from eating at Arby's. So <laughs> we don't... And then, as I said, a restaurant I'll talk about later, there's no need <laughs> to get roast beef elsewhere. I like a curly fry, especially when it's heavily seasoned. That being said, the curly fries I like most are from Rallies. Now, I don't know... Rally's isn't around St. Louis anymore, so I don't know if people know what I'm talking about. But it's a seasoned, they,
0: yeah, it's here. We have them here.
1: Okay, yeah, but it's a hey, seasoned curly fry, much like Arby's. But I don't go to Arby's, so I go to Rallies. I like, I, I'll buy, as you said, I'll go and buy frozen curly fries and air fry them, and I think they're great. I like the seasoning on them. I like that they're easy to dip, and I like that they're springy. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm a curly fry fan.
0: Yeah, they, I think uh, Arby's or Rallies fries are very similar. That's my second favorite. I am a huge fan of curly fries. And I am actually like, I get like weirdly, irrationally upset when I go through the drive through and I'm like, I'll have this meal, this meal. And they're like, do you want curly or crinkle cut fries? And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you people?
1: (laughs) Well, people, other people like crinkle cut, right?
0: (laughs) Like, why are you even offering that? I do. I get irrationally angry. I'm like, is this
1: like your Coke or Pepsi thing? Oh, Oh, is Pepsi okay? I (laughs) hate Pepsi so much. Uh, No, I'll have
0: water. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Whatever your backwoods leaded water pipes have, I'd rather drink that than Pepsi. Hundred (laughs) percent. Now my wife will talk about Arby's used to have regular fries and they were really, really good because you would dip them in the shake and stuff like that, get that salty Mm -hmm. sweet thing. I don't really I think I don't remember ever getting the right I I know she's right, Mm -hmm. but it's I've always been with the with the whatchamacallits, the curly fries. I'm Yeah, sure. That's my thing.
1: And the thing with curly fries, when you get them at other places to the season, the same, I think it's just seasoned salt, but I don't know. It does the trick for me.
0: Now, have you had the Taco Bell nacho fries?
1: I have not. My son has had them. I see what they look like. They look like the curly fries and they have that same color, that that seasoned salt color. My son, he's 12 years old. He calls them a mid. So that's the best side. You know I can what?
0: He's him. right. I'm 48 <laughs> years old and that's what I'd call them. Okay. Now, before I close out this half. Making a bunch of people mad. I want you to tell me, Ty, because even though I said you're wrong about McDonald's, I know what your favorite fries. But I want to tell, I want you to tell me what your favorite French fry is and why it is. And I think, as I think, as I hear you, you might convince me.
1: Okay, so the restaurant that we mentioned, our reason I said I'd talk about is it's it's a roast beef place, St. Louis called Lion's Choice. It's only in St. Louis. There's one you could say in Wentzville, which is in St. Charles, but there's one in Columbia. other than you're right, there's one in Columbia, but it's it's a Missouri. It's, yeah, a, so it is. It, it's a Missouri restaurant. It's a roast beef place. They have hot dogs. They have salads. They have other stuff. But you go there to get the roast beef. I particularly like it because it has seasoned salt all over the roast beef and they cook it medium rare. You can get cheddar on it. That's that's all all good with the roast beef sandwiches. But they're French fries there. It's something about them. They still have some of the potato peel on there. They're thin. They're greasy. They're kind of easy to, you can bend them and manipulate them how you want. And di- and the sauces that Lion's Choice has with their Chipotle ranch and their barbecue and au jus and the horseradish, it all blends to make this a, a perfect fast food meal for me because the French fries are the greatest French fries I've ever had. They're, th- like I said, thin. They still have pieces of potato on them. They're always seemingly freshly fried, but they're not over fried so hard that it's like a stick. Because you can, like I said, you can easily manipulate them, you can easily bend them. And the plethora of sauces at Lion's Choice just make this the my for me, the the greatest fast food fry, probably not even just faster, just the greatest french fry eating experience for me. Every time I go to Lion's Choice, it's A for the roast beef, but it's one A for those French fries. Those French fries are amazing. And I think anybody who lives in the St. Louis area and has been there would agree with me.
0: Like a lot of these places, I go back to Shake Shack that specialize in something. And Lion's Choice is, hands down, the greatest roast beef sandwich you're ever going to have. And totally. I, I don't, there's nobody I know that would, oh, I'm sorry, our old friend Timmy one time told me he thought Arby's was better. And I almost punched him, but <laughs> it's, uh, I would say he's from all. I so. say, yeah, he's from he's from Jeffco people. So yeah, if you Jeff. If, if you know, you know. But um, l- love you, Timmy. I, I just yeah, Timmy, but, Timmy's great yeah, but for the most part. Everybody, they'll be like, yeah, that is hands down. A lot of those places, though, that's like the only thing they do well. A lot of people put five guys up as like a really good fry.
1: And they give you a lot too when you they order do. from five guys. They do.
0: I've never been a fan of five guy fries.
1: I, oh, I like it, especially with some malt vinegar on them. No, I know stuff.
0: people do. It's uh, the same thing with uh, Penn Station. A lot of yeah, people, totally. and I'm not, I don't know what it is. It's too much potato peel, I think. I, I don't know exactly what it is. But Lion's Choice is near perfection. The reason why, though, I always hesitate when I talk about greatest fries ever is you can only get them. Because uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> the fact is, the greatest French fry I have ever had, in all honesty, is there's a Lebanese restaurant near me called Phoenicia Taverina. You like when my wife and I go there, we'll get a few different dishes, like smaller dishes, because that's yeah. uh, just kind of crappy. You do at a place like that? But it's not my son's joint. He told me the other day he doesn't like food that's mixed with other food. And my wife's like, you know, <laughs> my wife's like, be more creative or be this. And I'm like, you watch Top Chef, and somebody comes in with a deconstructed cordon bleu, and they're all like, 100%. this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I go, that's. a... <laughs> all our son is doing is eating he's out of the gird. yeah he's eating yeah, deconstructed <laughs> food but they have these french fries there that are just i mean out of this effing world but the problem is it's the only place you're ever going to get them i mean uh-huh. the next time you guys come here i'm taking you there just for i'm taking you to a lebanese restaurant just for their french fries
1: their french fries yeah that's wild to think about
0: <laughs> and they serve it with this like whipped butter dipping thing and i'm like Ooh. jesus christ this is so good <laughs> But again, it's the only place I can get it. I can go get McDonald's literally anywhere Mm -hmm. that I want. Nor in the world. So before I tell you what are definitively the worst French fries of all time.
1: The worst? Okay. Yeah.
0: What do you think is the worst?
1: The worst French fry of all time. Well, I mean, we talked about steak fries in KFC when I got my wisdom teeth out. That's all I could eat were their mashed potatoes, fries and mac and cheese. And I remember the, the fries not being good. I think if I had to like sit down and think about it, it would probably be those KFC steak fries because I don't like steak fries. The seasonings weird on them. It's too much potato. They're always cold. Like, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the KFC steak fries. I don't like those at all.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I find it insulting. Again, when I go to KFC, if you buy one of their meals, it usually comes with fries. It says yeah, fries or another potatoes. side. And yeah, it's always great. Yeah, exactly. Always, <laughs> always, always get another another thing. Dairy Queen, I think Legendary, has terrible fries, mainly mm. because they don't season them. Yep. They just drop them in a fryer, give them to you, and then it's like, why don't these taste like French fries?
1: Buffalo um, Wild Wings has some bad fries, too, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know if
0: I've ever had theirs. Mm. But in and out okay?
1: I've never, I've never had them, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard, so I listen to Doughboys a lot, and you sound like Nick Wagner right now, who says it's the greatest burger, but he hates their French fries.
0: Their fries
1: are terrible. That's what everybody who, I, who <laughs> does an L.A.-based podcast and they talk about in and out love the burger, but they hate the French. Right, and that's what, the weird they like, thing. Uh, they th- season th- them with garbage? What no, is no, on? no,
0: no. So a lot of times with French fries, what they'll do is they're made, obviously, in a food factory or something like that, and then they fry them and then freeze them and then send them to the stores. When it gets to the stores, you order the fries, they drop them into the fryer again. So they're actually double fried Yeah, when you usually get them. And in and out, what they do is they have French fry maker machine, and they take a potato, a peeled potato, throw it onto the machine, they pull the lever down, and the fries drop directly into the oil to fry, so they're only being fried
1: once, yeah, and they're fro- frozen to fried no no, no, the the potato is thawed oh, and potato, fresh okay, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: and the idea is oh, it's fresh, it's this it's this, but they are it's like chewing bubble gum
1: that's no good
0: because <laughs> it doesn't have that. <laughs> double fried to it again this is an easy easy thing to fix but yeah. people in and out has this cult around it and you're like you're you're right every la person i know hates in and out fries but mm-hmm. every person i know who has had in and out but is not from la they're like oh they're the greatest fries ever and it's like no you're wrong really even my huh. son is like oh they're pretty good but he gets them with a bunch of melted cheese on it and uh-huh when you have these spongy, and this is the second half, I'm going to talk about the different ways fries are are made or different toppings. When you get that cheese on it and it's this soft, chewy, like French American fried thing. Yeah, yeah. They put like this cheese on it. And then so you can get it animal style again. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it in the second yeah. half, but it all forms into like a blob, just a mushy, disgusting blob. <laughs>
1: Like when you make nachos at home on your own with shredded cheese oh, and it God. all just coagulates. Yeah,
0: it is so. And we we took a trip over the summer where we went from San Francisco across the central part of California to Lake Tahoe. And in that time, my son and I had in and out four different times. Okay. Wow. And by the time, uh, by the third time, I wouldn't even get the fries. I'm like, these are oh, wow. so disgusting. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is literally unpleasant to eat. I'll eat. If I mean, I don't go to Dairy Queen that often. Or Burger King's a good example. They have terrible fries. My fries are fine. Uh, I, they're yeah.
1: they're not great. They're not terrible, in my opinion.
0: But In and Out. I mean, yeah, McDonald's, Lions Choice. You're right. These types of places, Phoenicia, Taverina. I mean, they all do it. It's but Shake Shack. Yeah, In and Out is an insult to just fries in general. And I beg everybody out there, don't fall for the hype. I understand the debate on the burger. The bun is dry. You have to order it a special way. You, you have to be part of the club. And I know that annoys people. But no okay. matter how you get the fries, they're just awful. Okay. Hello, all. This is RD. And I want to talk to you about something called Public Forum Productions. Now, you've heard me reference it. And if you are a person that looks deep, deep into the notes, you'll see that Public Forum Productions actually is the producer of The X millennial Man, the podcast you're listening to right now. Well, 2024 is going to be a big year at PSP, and I want to invite you to become part of that. Go to publicformproductions.com and you can see the stable of shows we have. It's a network, kind of like, think of it like Netflix, and Ex-Millennial Man is one of the shows. We also have High Heels in Politics, First Watch, Rewatch, and coming in 2024, we already have two shows actively in production right now. One is called Where Did You Go to High School? I know a lot of our listeners are in the St. Louis area and are in Southwest Ohio. Ohio because you guys know Ty or myself and that's the biggest question where did you go to high school for the record I went to Lafayette High School in in St. Louis in the St. Louis area but it's a big big deal my son here in southwest Ohio goes to a really well-known high school and it kind of identifies who we are also the other show we have working on is called Satan Remembers it's a history of the 1980s satanic panic That is where we're done planning it. We're getting ready to record, do interviews and stuff. And I want to really make this good. It's going to be a series that's going to go through what happened in the early 1980s and kind of the moral panic and the accusations of Satanism that destroyed a lot of people's lives, destroyed a lot of people's businesses, and all were completely unfounded. And I want to do that now because a lot of what we saw 40 years ago, we're seeing today. So I think it's very important. Again, go to publicformproductions.com, reach out to me. And if you want to be a guest, if you want to do your own podcast, if you have information that can help us with these things, because like I said, those two shows are currently in production, but we have a few that are in pre-production and I'm going to really need going to really need some voices for there. So again, publicforumproductions.com and let's get back to the conversation. OK, Ty, I'm going to go back to in and All right. <laughs> And you bash on them some more. No, no, that's a, <laughs> well, I'll bash on them. They were like, it's, you talk about Chick-fil-A and it's like every time somebody, one of the owners or CEOs or whatever in and out talks, I'm like, I'm never going to eat at your joint again. And then, <laughs> cause they were like, they made a rule near the end of the pandemic on how employees can't wear masks anymore. And it's like, why, well, what the hell's wrong with that? Yeah, well, who's and, that hurting? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> And again, it's this whole, you got to, you go to an In-N-Out and you look at the menu and it's like a single, a double, French fries, shake, soda, like, that's all that's on the menu. That's all mm-hmm. you see on the menu. And something I'm going to say about In-N-Out too, cost-wise, it is like a third of the cost of Shake Shack or Five Guys or something like people that. Say, yep. But if you know the code and you go up there, cause I've like my order, double, double animal style. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know the code, you're part of the crew. It's like, oh wow, that's so neat. Well, you can get your fries animal style. And animal style is there's grilled onions, like a thousand island type dressing and cheese. While that works great for the burger, it takes terrible fries and makes them um, less mm. terrible, but still terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but it's this idea of, okay, you just don't have the French fries. We have a, you talk about dipping sauces, how, whatchamacallit has Lion's a, Choice. Lion's Choice, right, has the different dipping sauces. I usually will go, if I go to McDonald's, I'll get, like, if it's for the full family, I'll get, like, an eight-piece McNugget, and I'll mm-hmm. use the sweet and sour sauce to dip my fries.
1: Well, that's the cool thing about the times I've been to the South and had Whataburger also. Yes.
0: Oh, we didn't see Whataburger sauces. has, yeah, Whataburger's got pretty good fries, too. Uh,
1: Whataburger is good all around. Oh, yeah. I have no
0: issue in that place <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's where Beavis and Butthead weren't. Yes. But the point is French fries, while I can eat a McDonald's or a Lion's Choice or some of these fries on their own, for the most part we're dipping it in something. Absolutely. And you get to these points where you get these French fry meals. Now, there is here in Cincinnati, I'm gonna talk at the end about the greatest preparation of French fries ever, but we have what is affectionately referred to as Cincinnati chili. People outside of Cincinnati sometimes refer to it as prison poop. It, uh, I think it's fine. <laughs> no. I like it. <laughs> my son, like, I asked him one time if he could only save one fast food restaurant. If he only had a choice of one, his choice would be Skyline. Nice. Skyline is kind of the the cane of the Cincinnati chili market. Now, there's a bunch of, for those of you guys that don't know, it's not really, ch- like, my wife gets upset when she says it's not chili. When people say chili, you have an idea in your head yeah it's more of a like a mole more of a sauce totally. it's uh, totally agree with right yep. and it's got like a kind of a chocolate and cinnamon to it mm-hmm. there's one of my favorite tv shows of all time halt and catch fire one of the main characters is from texas and he said uh, he has a line where he says the recipe for texas chili is you go to the cabinet you find the cinnamon and you leave the cinnamon in the cabinet cuz it doesn't belong anywhere near your chili. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's there's and I've seen people say like grab the cinnamon, put it in the trash, then make your chili. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh-huh, totally.
0: Cincinnati chili is not that way at all. I am not personally it's not my favorite except in one preparation that we'll mention at the end, but they usually put it on like mini hot dogs or spaghetti. Which are great. Yeah, I think
1: it's great. Yeah. Right.
0: No, that people my wife, who's not a native, she she likes it. I know people who grew up here who swear by it. It's much like Emo's. Like, I don't think, especially our dad, I don't think our dad's ever really cared that much for Emo's because he didn't grow up in St.
1: Louis. No, And to be honest, Emo's was more expensive than Cecil Whitaker's, so I'm I'm a yeah. Cecil Whitaker.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, that's where we're talking about St. Louis-style <laughs> yeah. pizza. Which... Uh-huh.
1: Thin, very, very thin cracker-style
0: pizza. Yeah, but fries, though, you'll go to a lot of places. One, I go into this whole Cincinnati chili thing. There's another big company in the area. It's actually a bigger company than Skyline, but it's considered the lower grade, and that's Gold Star Chili.
1: You've now, taken us there before. Yeah.
0: Now I like Gold Star. I remember. I remember vividly. We went there. It was the year the Bengals were two and fourteen, and Gold Star was running a: if the Bengals win, you get a free three way, which is spaghetti, chili, and cheese. Mm-hmm. And you, we were there after one of the Bengals wins. Anyways, I like Gold Star because you can get burgers and they have chicken sandwiches there, too. I have more choices, but they have these crinkle cut fries. Now, you can get the fries on their own, but they have these different special arrangements. I always get the garlic fries. It's got like a garlic sauce on it and things. And uh, great. I'll tell you right now, I've had the garlic fries at Dodger Stadium. And mm-hmm. everybody's like, those are the grays. I've had the garlic fries at whatever San Francisco is called now. Not at uh, Yeah, that's a
1: uh, candlestick is what I was Well, about, right, so. right. But I've had the garlic <laughs> fries
0: there. I think they're better at San Francisco. So take that. Now, Dodger Stadium still has the best hot dog I've ever had. That's another topic.
1: I've never I've never been there. The uh, Dodger dog, right? Yeah, I've yeah, never been there.
0: Yeah, I, my son ate three of them. Nice. <laughs> like
1: we there. And your son is skating. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Going back to my son, when we go to Gold Star, he'll get these chili cheese ranch fries. That Okay. He'll get this these crinkle cut fries and they have ranch sauce on them, they have the chili on them, they have cheese on them. They're incredible. They're okay. outstanding. And so it makes me think of these different ways fries are made and I think of poutine. Now, you said you've had poutine, but not like, quote-unquote, real
1: poutine. No, I mean, I've, n- I've been to Canada, but I haven't been since poutine became a big thing. My wife went out for a work dinner one time, and she brought me some home. And poutine is almost like too much of a good thing. Mm-hmm. You start to eat it, and it starts to get really heavy. You're like, oh, this is so good. There's gravy, there's cheese curds, there's meat on it, there's french fries. But then after eating a quarter of it, you are you need to take a nap. Like, yeah. poutine's good. It's just too much of a good thing.
0: It is. I. We had a family thing up in Buffalo this last summer, and speaking of which, I saw one of the greatest. This was on Blue Sky. Somebody said Taylor Swift will never write a breakup song that is expressing the pain that a fifty-seven-year-old Buffalo truck driver is experiencing after wide ride again. <laughs> yeah, that was, man, that was rough. I do. I feel bad for our family up there. I mean, I really, oh, yeah, really for do. Sure. But again, Buffalo, you're not spending a lot of time in Buffalo, so we went niagara falls we went to canada yep after that and of course we went and oh i told my son oh you got to have poutine and they've gone crazy there's all these different ways poutine's basically the cheese curds and gravy but there's a lot of other yeah. ways you could do it And we were at a burger king at niagara falls and they had like a curry poutine
1: uh, i don't know about <laughs> see that that's just that's too much that's like i don't know
0: yeah and i know this was years ago we went on a trip with my wife's parents. And we went to Niagara Falls, and we went to Toronto for a few days. And I went, and I know poutine's really associated with like Quebec, but yeah. I went to supposedly the greatest poutine place. And you're right, it's a little too much. But having said that, you know, they usually call them loaded fries, or they call yeah, them totally. uh, all these things. Is it, what are some great fry toppings for you?
1: You and I talked off Mike about this, and the older I get, the more I'm becoming like just plain and simple. Like you mentioned, In and Out's menu, and I think that's great. Where If I'm to go to a place like Cheesecake Factory, I get overwhelmed because there's too many options to pick from. So when it comes to French fries, usually I always have fries with ketchup, maybe barbecue sauce if I want to be fancy or wild or whatever. But I enjoy nacho cheese on fries. If I'm having cheese fries, I prefer it to be nacho cheese, maybe because I love nachos so much. And then if I'm going to go even crazier with that, I'll add a little bit of chili to it. Chili, onion, nacho cheese and put that on my French fries. I think that's. For me, that's the best way to have them. I understand that I watch people make these loaded French fries or these loaded tots, and they're putting pico de gallo, salsa, sour cream. I, it's like nachos, but with tots and stuff. And while that's all good, I just think that's too much, and you're taking away from the flavor of the actual potato of the French fry that you're getting. So i I'm not fancy with it. I'm not, I, I I know one time my son took leftover buffalo chicken tenders and put those on fries. And he told me it's the greatest thing ever. And I tried him it. like, it's fine. It's just too much stuff on there. So when I'm having fries, I'm not crazy about getting them loaded. I don't need a bunch of bacon or a different protein on it. I just want either chili cheese fries or just nacho cheese in, in place of just your regular cheese. And I'll refer you to when you and I live together and we'd go to 7-Eleven. To get food because that's how broke we were is that we have Mm -hmm. to buy food at 7-Eleven. I quite enjoyed what we lovingly referred to as poop nachos there. And I would put that stuff on my French fries. So I'm not crazy with it. I just like simple stuff on French fries.
0: You brought up a really good point because I was thinking about this. I wasn't going to bring it up in this, but I'm going to now is the potato. You want to still taste the French fry. Absolutely. And sometimes people just like, what the hell? Why are you doing that? You're talking about your son does that. And again, we always want something with our French fries. The one thing be dipping, all this other stuff. So in Pittsburgh, they have this restaurant called Promanti brothers. It's been on man versus food before. Like, and I've had Promanti brothers a couple of times and it's, the sandwiches are great. The bread is incredible, I think, Mm -hmm. but they put coleslaw and French fries on the Mm -hmm. sandwich. And, the French, like my son is like, that sounds amazing. I'm like, but it's unnecessary.
1: A hundred percent.
0: It's like, I'm like, why the hell am I eating a French fry with this? I know Burger King years ago, tried to sell like a burger that had French fries on it. And it, nobody, nobody cared for it.
1: My son does that with his McDonald's quarter pounder. He'll take French fries and put it yeah, on there. And I,
0: I, I, and I, that's what I say. I get I've done it
1: before, but eh.
0: right. It's <laughs> there's, there's very few things that, I think work. Again, you go with the poutine and it has all this stuff. I I was looking at something called dirty fries and it's like this yeah, nacho what, what cheese is that it's nacho cheese sauce, bacon bits and and grilled jalapenos.
1: Okay. I, I would I would try that. Yeah, that's what I say. That that sounds very, very good to me. It's just three extra things. It's not cheese curds and gravy and protein and all this other stuff. And I liked the poutine I had. It was just too much.
0: I see this thing. We didn't talk about steak and shake fries in the first half, but that's
1: a god tier level fry, I think. Oh yeah. They're like they're thinner lion's choice fries. Yes.
0: Exactly. And but again I usually get the cheese sauce with them or stuff like that. Uh. But you talked about chili on fries or chili and cheese on fries. That's the only way I can eat Skyline. That's the only way I enjoy eating Skyline. I say, Ken, I, sometimes I'll get a Coney or something. But
1: I thought I've seen you eat their spaghetti with chili on it. I too. have, but I'm not a big time.
0: spaghetti person anyways. Look, okay. oh, what in Rome? How dare you? <laughs> we're, we're part Italian I know, I know. I know. <laughs> but like, I would never eat Skyline chili and cheese on its own. But you put it and their their fries are are incredible. They're They're probably in my top three. But you put the chili, in, I mean, you just put the cheese on it, and it's the shredded, really thin, Skyline uses the, a really thin shredded Whatever
1: It is amazing.
0: Yeah. You put that on the fries, and it just kind of melts into them, but then you put that that weird-ass chili on it.
1: Mole, as your wife said.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it's good, but across the board, I we don't have traditional 7-Elevens here in Cincinnati, but every Speedway gas station... Ha- is like a 7-Eleven inside you can get slurpees and which when my son and i figured that out we were like in in heaven we we're like oh my god <laughs> the did greatest, this right? yeah <laughs> even on it was just recently his birthday which it's your son's birthday today so happy yeah, birthday! I, yeah thank uh, you i was gonna shout him out at the end of this <laughs> <yeah. today. laughs> but wait, recently my son's birthday and we went out to eat somewhere and then we were like do you want dessert here or maybe we'll go dairy queen or this was his actual birth on his birthday yeah and he was like, no, I really want to just go get a Slurpee at Speedway. And so nice. that's what we did. But, yeah. you know, we've, I remember one time you got a hot dog and was putting chili on it. And I'm like, oh, that's the poop chili. <laughs> yeah, that's what that that's is. What we called it, man. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I should have one too. And I'm like, man, why am I eating this horrible hot dog and this horrible chili and it tastes so good? Uh huh. But it didn't work. Right. You're right. But it <laughs> works. It works for French fries. It's a weird, absolutely weird. I, I don't know why it works. It just does. In my
1: mind, like I've tried to figure this out to because like I don't put crackers in soup, but I'll put oyster crackers and chili when I go out to a restaurant. So I wonder if it's, it's giving me that oyster cracker feel to it or whatever. But if you get like a nice, nice double fried, thin, thin, thin ish French fry, put some nacho cheese or some of that shredded cheddar cheese and some chili on it, preferably all meat chili, no beans in it. That's that's the way I like that. If I'm going to put stuff on my French fries, that's what I'll put on it.
0: Well, I'm going to end this, tie with, well, before I end, because I'm going to end it with talking about why fries are so great. But I'm going to come to a close here with one of the dumbest things to ever have to do with French fries known to mankind. Okay? This was, why did this even happen?
1: I don't even remember why this happened. Oh, I'm going to tell you why. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, because it's so dumb.
0: And I have an actual real, real story about this. Now, let's go all the way back to World War One all right okay during world war one a lot of american restaurants that would like german restaurants that would have bratwurst and all this other stuff and you get a bratwurst you get some sauerkraut on there a lot of restaurants during world war one renamed sauerkraut to liberty cabbage oh
1: my god that's so dumb <laughs> liberty cabbage i don't want any of that on my bratwurst i want sauerkraut on my bratwurst
0: so after september 11th there was a very big reaction i'd call it an overreaction that going to fight the people who perpetrated September 11th. And while we never put a a soldier in Saudi Arabia, we put quite a few Mm -hmm. of them in Afghanistan, in Iraq. And there was a a global like military force that put together, except the French. The French were like, no, this is dumb. We're not going to do this. So in February of 2003, in Beaufort, Beaufort, I think is how you say it, North Carolina, there's a restaurant owner by the name of Neil Roland, and this restaurant is called. Unfortunately, it was called Cubbies. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> so he That's just de- <laughs> Yeah, he decided to change the name of of the French fries on the menu to
1: Freedom Fries. So dumb. What? I would like to know why he he probably was in bed thinking I have a genius plan. George W. Bush is going to love me after I do. That. Uh, well, he was right. Yeah, I know.
0: Ohio Congressman Bob Nay decided to, this was such a great idea, and so he decided to to rename the French fries. If you go to Washington, D.C., the U.S. Capitol is is there, but on each side of it are all the offices for the senators and the House members. So Bob Nay was a House member, and he ended up, and Bob Nay, for those of you guys know, is he had to resign for, if anybody knows what the Jack Abramoff scandal is, he was involved with that. I'm not going to go into it. But he decided at one of the house cafeterias to rename the French fries freedom fries.
1: (laughs) So stupid.
0: And it, I forgot to look up the year. This was in 2003. It was, I think it was 2006. They finally reversed it, but I was in one of the office buildings, the Canon office building for lunch one time. And I went down there and I, it was like a cafeteria style. You'd go down and tell them what you want. They'd give it to you. And I went and I said, I'll have some French fries. And I remember the person serving looked at me and said, Man, that's the dumbest thing ever, isn't it? And I'm like, Yep. Oh, nice. So that person hated <laughs> yeah. it. Too. Oh, yeah. And I good. didn't even, I didn't do it on purpose. I just no, instinctively no, no. Yeah. was calling it that's French what fries. what we've called
1: them our entire life. Yeah. yeah.
0: But even with that stupidity, even with all that stuff, even with all the problems we have with the but In you, and Out. Could you uh, imagine
1: going somewhere and saying, yeah, I'll have a bratwurst with Liberty cabbage I'm gonna with say it, and, of bread fries.
0: I'm going to awesome. say that every time now. It's, sauerkraut is Liberty cabbage from now on no, in my household. Sauerkraut is sauerkraut. <laughs> but with, french fries are French fries. With all that stuff, everything out there, even Chick fil A and all that stuff, French fries are, are the best, right, Ty?
1: When you told me about this topic the other day and I sat down, I thought about stuff and I like, if I'm going to like a chicken place, I like to get coleslaw on the side. If I'm going to, I'll get a side salad if I go to Buffalo Wild Wings or like a chicken wing restaurant or, or a steakhouse. I always want that. But yeah, there's nothing, there's no better side dish than a French fry. It's the perfect accompaniment. You know, it's got that salty that you add to it. You can dip it in sweet stuff. You can dip it in savory stuff. It lends itself to a bunch of different, you know, people love poutine. People love these fried, whatever that dish was with the bacon and cheese and, yeah, yeah. and jalapenos on it. People like doing that stuff. So, yeah, I think French fries are the greatest side dish that, I mean, some people might argue mac and cheese. People will argue other stuff. But I think French fries, I agree with you, hands down, the best side dish you can get.
0: Oh, yeah. And I know I complained about the the Kentucky fried chicken thing. and. <laughs> how they're, and it's, I know people are going to be like, you can get two sides and da, da. No, it's their yeah. things like, like if you get a sandwich and you get that meal, there's a certain meals that it's the main thing in the fries. And, yep. but there's a reason they do it because that's what everyone wants. Cause that's what you said is very few, even though I think my son should only be eating his French fries from gold star, he still gets a couple of conies and stuff <laughs> sure. like that. But it's usually not a meal on its own. No, it's always a side, but it is the king of the sides. It is. Yeah.
1: It's just anytime you see it in a restaurant, too, you're like, oh, I'm going to have. I mean, I like this very nice steakhouse in St. Louis called the block. And every time I've gone there, I get whatever butcher meat they have as their special. And it comes with a side of French fries. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, sweet. I'm set to go. And, you know, I'll watch Hell's Kitchen. You talked about Top Chef. Whenever somebody makes like a nice steak deal. Usually the side that comes with it is French fries. And I think that rules.
0: Yeah, you go to a, we used to have this French bistro near us and I would get the the steak frites. Yeah, totally. Or the Absolutely. back to D.C. There's a there was a great uh, restaurant I went to one time, a uh, Mussel's restaurant, and mm-hmm. everything came with fries. It was, yep. and what's weird is we. I, I go back to the beginning. Everybody's like, we don't exactly know where French fries came from. We call them French fries, uh, but the Belgians say they did it. But yeah. the first thing, first record or first written history we have of it is in Spain from a yep. Chilean priest. It's so we don't exactly know. We know it's a European thing, but much like what Europe, Europe has done when it comes to enslavement and killing and stuff, the Americans just do it better so yeah well, i don't know better <laughs> they
1: just take it on them so no
0: but but like french fries we've we've just done it better and yeah oh yeah even though like i won't eat in and out fries i i just won't but dairy queen if i happen to be there or whatever and that's what i get with my burger i'm just gonna ask him to give me extra salt and i'll be exactly. and i'll still eat yeah.
1: it <laughs> it's, i'm it's, gonna over dip it in ketchup or barbecue yeah it's just the way it is yeah
0: well, so Ty, if a Chick-fil-A needs to reach out to you to <laughs> let you take over, to put them on the right path so you can go back and have that J-Town <laughs> chicken, where are they going to find yeah. you? <laughs> well,
1: Chick-fil-A contacting me, that'd be a hilarious conversation. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Ty Kulik, T-Y-K-U-L-I-K. More importantly, come read my stuff on Seedsing, dot com. pop culture, sports. All kinds of stuff are there. You texted me after Jim Harbaugh took the charge of <laughs> job and said, sorry for your loss. And I wrote a whole thing about how Jim Harbaugh did and won everything he said he would do there. So check that out. Seedsing.com, s e e d s i n g dot. You can hear me on, I think, either four or five episodes of Chucklehead Chat. But go listen to that podcast. That's a very good podcast hosted by our buddy Glenn Adams. You can get that wherever you find podcasts. Most importantly, though, listen to me on this podcast the X millennial Man Podcast. Rate, review us, tell your friends about us. You and I have been speaking. You got some ideas coming up with all the stuff that we do. I'm very excited about getting back to First Watch, Rewatch. And it's my son's birthday today. He's 12. I love him. He's a headache. He's frustrating, (laughs) but he's one of the funnier, more fun kids to be around. Happy birthday, big guy. I love you so much. I can't wait to celebrate tonight. And as always, Black Lives Matter. Yeah,
0: repeat all that. Seed saying ex millennial man. So I wasn't able to get my stuff together for this week, but I'm finally going to have a Patreon only Patreon only podcast. You and I are going to do kind of our own little weekly news show where we're just going to shoot the ball. And my main reason I couldn't get it done today is because I have a special sound cue I want to use for you doing oh, sports. Nice. So <laughs> if you guys want to come, just hear us in our our. Insane views on what's going on in the world today, and I, I'm going to keep it for those. You know, I'm going to keep it lighthearted. I'm not, oh sure, because we have to. And then I just recently put out a call for a lot of different podcasts that I've got in production coming up here in this year, and I didn't even put all of them out there. I I thank yeah. everybody for that response, but come to come reach out if you're interested. I have. There's I mean, I'm not trying to brag or anything about that, but I'm going to brag. There's no I there's no no podcast like ours. There, There's no equipment that's better than ours. The microphones oh. we're speaking in is the crap that Joe Rogan uses. OK, the <laughs> that guy which, stinks. Yes. Right. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. Let's say Conan.
1: There O'Brien, we go. Yeah, much better.
0: Which is, just by the way, if you guys listen, if don't listen to Conan O'Brien needs a friend. His latest one with Natasha Leone is <laughs> uh, incredible. It is. Yeah,
1: she was so good. She was just on Comedy Bang Bang too. another yeah. great episode. Yeah.
0: With all that being said, we thank you for years. Anything else that you may use to listen to the X millennial Man podcast. Remember, we are here every Saturday for free, wherever you find your fine podcasting shows. And with all that, I know it's worse than St. Louis, but we went from the deepest of the Arctic to the shores of Southern Florida with weather ties. So <laughs> I hope you can get out and run, and I hope you're taking care of your sinuses, because I need Let's. to take care of mine.
1: That's the plan. Happy birthday, Miles. I love you and stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>
0: The Ex-Millennial Man Podcast is a production of SeedSane.com, fully owned by R.D. Kulik & Associates, LLC. Producers Ty Kulik and Ryan Kulick, adequately engineered by Ryan Kulik.